Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, welcome back. Before we get into uh, the Cowboys versus Eels preview, a little bit later we've got sound advice. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne's classic, uh, The Blizzard of Oz. Me and Jack, we were listening to some Ozzy Osbourne interviews last night and this morning. My favourite was when Barbara Walters <laughs> says to Ozzy Osbourne, um, are you on drugs? And he he, he answers, which is like... Oh, which is, uh, what a champion. Now, uh, <laughs> hey guys, Barbara Walters, <laughs> drugs are bad, okay? Um, now, tonight, uh, a course stadium, oh, sorry, sorry, up in Townsville, uh, Cowboys up against the Eels for a grand final appearance. Boys, before we talk about the two, I always found this the most nerve-wracking game as far as the season, more, more so than the grand final, because the lead-up to a grand final is one of the best weeks of your life, all the hype, all the build-up. You know, a lot of te- a lot of teams down and more we'll, we'll coaches will go, oh, mate, let's escape the hype. Mm. We had a coach in Malcolm Reilly who got us to our first training session after we beat Norse in the run into Manly. We had about 3,000 people at our training session. He pulled us into a circle and he said, boys, there's two ways we can do this, right? We can do our best to escape the hype or we can just enjoy it. Mm. What, do you, what you want? Like, go, seriously, what do you want to do? And we said, let's just enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right in regards to... Obviously, it's devastating losing the grand final, but no one talks about the prelim teams. That this is you get. Put it this way: every single coach, it's a successful year if they make the grand final. So, like pressure up around every club everywhere is gone. But you know, if you make just the prelim and you've got a roster like the Eels, now I think that there shouldn't be pressure, but there probably will still be a little bit of pressure on, say, a Brad Arthur or, yeah. um, you know. So it's you're totally right in regards to the grand final. What I find really interesting going to this week, and I think the Sharkies kind of proved it a little bit is like I feel like after watching the finals with the Sharks and the Cowboys or especially the Sharks they had a really good style of footy for season footy yes consistent gonna get the job done they're gonna find a way to win but did they have the footy in them to take a little bit of a step up which is finals footy and Cowboys that's my question to them is that I feel like their style of footy is very suited to season footy Mm. but can they take that next for example Rabbitohs, perfect example. That yep. they, they they scrape into the eight, but their team is a finals footy team. They've got superstars. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. It's it's they, yeah. It's like climbing in the ring when George Foreman fought Muhammad Ali, right? And mm. Foreman's a young guy on the up and he said everyone thought he was just gonna kill Ali and he said when they were standing there and the referees giving them the instructions, Ali was saying to him, I bet you are in awe. I, you know, I bet you I was on your uh, bedroom wall. I, and he said, you know what? He said, it was right. He yeah. was. And that's what, like, the presence of Latrell Mitchell and those big players have got. Jack, mm. you played North Queensland early in the season. Um, can you tell me about them? That, that, what was the thing that impressed you most about the Cowboys? Uh, probably, especially in those conditions up north, just how good they transitioned from attack to defence and defence to attack. They're just—they're a team that just—they're pretty relentless uh, yeah. in that way. I think it showed a lot in that in that Sharks game, um, just how quickly they can pile points on if they have to. Yeah, um, and and they they do it under pressure so well. Like we watched the back end of that game, like, mm. and that's what that's what makes me sort of lean towards them in these finals, um, these finals games is the fact that they've they've done it a lot this year where they've like that was it 
a manly game earlier yeah. in the year where they won it in the last couple of minutes. Three yeah. tries Three in the last ten minutes. Yeah. Like they yeah. can they can just transition so quick and they transition that fast that it's actually looks like it's hard for the, t- the other teams to to match it. They are especially under fatigue. You can see Jack they're, they're the fittest side in the competition. Got to be. And this is gonna this is gonna be the real test mm. for Parramatta because when you play football up in the tropics like you played up there that night. Like how sapping it can be mm. if you don't get line share possession, mm. and so it's, it's very interesting looking at the history of the Cowboys and how they learnt to utilise their conditions, uh, because it's going to be twenty seven, twenty eight degrees, ninety percent humidity, something like that, high eighties. Early, early in their um, existence, when they came in in nineteen ninety five, when you they used to show off their training facilities, everyone said, so, you know, "Go and have a look," and it was it was amazing. And they tell like the story that their gym was just air conditioned. Always about 18 degrees. They avoided training in the hottest part of the day. And they struggled for a lot mm-hmm. of years. The big turning point, Gray Murray, came to the club and he brought Billy Johnston, strength and conditioner, oh. uh, mate, well-known, legendary torture merchant. Oh, my God. And the first thing Billy did, Billy walked in, walked into the gym. He said they're all just sort of casually working out. Stereo system's playing. He picked up the stereo and he smashed it, turned the air conditioning off and said, righto, now we train. Yeah. Trained him in the heat. Would take him on 120-kilometre bike rides in, in the heat. Now, the other one, I was having to talk to him about, I said, you know, on those, like, like, like huge bike rides, like, like Matty Bowen, like, you know, how did Matty Bowen go? He goes, mate, Matty hated it. He said, so we came to an agreement that he had to do a drill for me every week. And if he could do that drill, he didn't have to go on the 120K bike ride. I said, what was the drill? And he said, I would put him on the treadmill. And he said he had to run at level 16 for 30 minutes. Oh, far out. Now that is... That is so tough. That is... Like you're running, that's... You're starting to talk about like being a middle distance champion. Yeah. And he said he was able to do that. And, And what that did, it just totally changed the fortunes of the Cowboys because they were used to the conditions. They were ridiculously fit. And you go up there and play them. And, man, sometimes you were tied after the warm-up because yeah. of the heat and humidity. And also the slipperiness of the ball, I think, is a very, like, underrated thing. You get up there and you go, oh, dry conditions. Like, it's humid, dry conditions. And the ball is like a soap. Um, yeah. Just in regards to the, the gym thing, similar thing at the Broncos. Dan Baker, he's a renowned strength and conditioner. Wrote all these theses and everything. When I was there, he would literally, if someone turned the, the music on, he'd be blowing up going, we're not here to dance and listen to music. We're here to get big and all that kind of stuff. So uh, even at the Broncos, with the amount of money they were making, they didn't get a new gym until only recently. We, it, was, it was all about that environment of like, you mm. know, it's not about the equipment. It's about the effort so you put true. into it. So true. That's what I get, I get critical sometimes. Everyone's spending massive amounts of money on centers of excellence. Honestly, some of these sides, they should not be, they should not be allowed to call it centers of excellence. It should be a center of mediocrity. Um, anyway, no, I'm, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> last time, and this is a really big factor, Jack, Parramatta played the Cowboys in Darwin, and this is an example of how the Cowboys are tough to beat in those conditions. They were beaten. Cowboys beat them 35-4. Mm. And w- when you look at the game, watching it back, I watched it the other day again, mate, the Cowboys just tore in and everything sort of stemmed off their enthusiasm, power running. Parramatta got up there and they tried to move the ball around. Mm. And like you just said before, Beak, being moving the ball around in hot, humid conditions, it's almost like a wet weather game. It's, it's honestly sometimes worse because you're not expecting it and it's just like a slippery piece. Of, seriously, I will say, and maybe this is just a myth, but that game during the week, uh, the pan, uh, a virus went through the whole Eels 
uh, training squad. So a lot of those players were really, really crook. Now, does it mean it would have changed it? I'm, I'm not sure. Yep. But it is. they did look like a team that either was struggling with the heat or were a bunch of crook players. But the heat, it, it, people keep saying, oh, you know, it's just 31 degrees or it's 25 degrees. <sighs> mate. mate, you've never been out there on a 30-degree oh. day. It is a different beast, different beast. Jack, you've been, um, did you watch Parramatta last week from in Bali? Um, I think that's a no. Did they play yet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not joking. Uh, I'm just trying to remember. No, they beat uh, they beat the Raiders. Uh, Mitchell Moses, his last six weeks been the best six weeks of his uh, career. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's. It looks like this year. I don't know what's happened. The Aether Mortals left, so maybe that's a possibility. That, isn't it funny? Um, we're just talking before he was at Newcastle. In the first month in Newcastle, he jumped mate, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And now, when the sides started going bad, you've been up in Newcastle, Joey? No, mate. No, I haven't been up there. <laughs> what was he? Can you run through, like, Andrew, Andrew Johns at a Newcastle Knights training session? Was there a lot of big noting? Oh, um, you can you can assume there's a little bit. Yeah. My, my, there's, there's a certain behaviour around Joe, and I think – you might have seen it maybe in his playing days, but even now, like I've got to give him credit. He's still got some pretty good skills, Joe. Like when he gets to train and he'll throw the ball, like he'll do stuff with Clooney or with Cliffo and they'll be like firing the ball at each other. But just every so often you'll look over and he'll try and fire a ball and it'll just, it'll either hit Clooney above his head or at his, at his ankles. And you'll look over and Joe will fall to his knees and he'll start grabbing his neck. And <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, suddenly, suddenly the, the uh, medicinal marijuana is not working anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was always saying medicinal. Medicinal. <laughs> medicinal. That's, that's the crucial thing. Um, um, what do you think, boys? Ben, you want to add a little bit here? Well, I, I, yes, the conditions are going to play a huge role in this game. But if this were being played at Combank Stadium, mm-hmm. Would the Eels get the Cowboys there, or would the Cowboys still put in a huge showing there? Oh, huge showing! So the Cowboys' away record, I think, is almost better than their home record this year. Yeah, so you get it. I would love to see the Eels get up here because I've, out of all the teams that left, I'd like to see the Eels win this thing. I reckon the storyline for the rugby league would be. That, that would be the best storyline. You are being very Sydney-centric when you're saying <laughs> Parramatta versus Penrith. Yeah, it's called the yeah. National Rugby League, yeah. mate. Yeah. Plus, I've got a really great story idea in mind for Nathan Highmarsh if the Eels do win. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I want to see them get up. What about last week? Like, God bless Hindy. He, like, he's just so negative, isn't he? Like, what are they? So we, we, we're talking about Parramatta. They've just belted Canberra. And I said, boys... Mitchell Moses has just last six weeks been outstanding. And Hindy goes, yeah, but where was it the first six weeks? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit like me when I talk manly. I like, you know, you, you death ride your team because that's, that's your coping mechanism. Wait, wait. That's a coping mechanism. And, what if, so, and then we're previewing. We're previewing uh, the Bunnies game um, up against Cronulla. And we've got Matty Burton on who, by the way, mate, what a champion kid, Matty Burton. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and um, – and I said, mate, boys, the key to this game is Cameron Murray. I said, look at the difference when he comes back into the side. He's parsley, et cetera. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. Anyway, Hindy go, is he? Is he really that good? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Anyway, he turns to Matt Burton and he said, but really, does Cameron Murray feature at all when you do video? He goes, yeah, lots. <laughs> uh, Jack, what do you think? Who wins this one? Uh, the the which game? Sorry, 
Oh yeah, mate. The one first game next year. <laughs> yeah, we'll play the Broncos. Yeah, now, this one tonight. Ca- yeah. uh, Cowboys North Queensland. <sighs> to be honest, I thought the Raiders were playing tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with the, the the Cowboys. I think, uh, I think the conditions will suit them, and I think that uh, blokes blokes like Ruben Cotter, like oh, yeah. their yeah. leg speed, especially on that track up north, like <clears throat> that track they've got up there is so quick. Mm, like he yeah. is so dangerous up there. Yeah. I look. Yeah. I, People like to compare, okay, they only beat uh, the Sharkies 32-30, I think. Yep. Uh, now, the difference between the Sharkies and the Cowboys is that the Sharkies, the Cowboys have players like Valentine Holmes in their side. Yep. I think I think the Sharkies are missing just that one big, big superstar that can make the big play. But I think the Eels, I'm getting a feeling from them, it's now or never. Like, yeah, this right. is it. So I'm going to tip the Eels to get now the job done. Now or never. <laughs> you, you like the Eels? I like the Eels, yeah. My... <laughs> Nah, my head says Cowboys, but my heart says Eels. Oh, mate. And as a manly mate, supporter, wake, that's a big statement. Let me tell you. supporter. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. One, two, one. I'm going to go to the Cowboys just by a fraction. We're going to take a break after the break. Gary Lyon talking about the AFL Grand Final. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.